Welcome to an episode of Majoring in the Minors, a podcast in which we talk about major, how majority of people focus on the minor things and in significant things in life. Your hosts, Mahan Elmi, which is me, and Luis Antun, which is him. Give us a wave. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes. And this episode is sponsored by Stale Cheese, the sound fish make. That time in our life that we used to call each other and go, what's up? And ducks. <laughs> and that's pretty much the intro. Uh, the intro. Perfect. Mahan. Uh, Thank God nobody's going to listen to us. Right? It's always good to have fun, mate. All right. Course. So we, we wanted to start um, the podcast with just kind of a bit of an intro. But we did this before, but I think like just a very quick version of why majoring in the minors. Obviously, we did say uh, in the intro, we think people focus too much on the small things in life and they don't get, they don't focus on the big messages. But Lewis, why do we say majoring in the minors? Well, Mahan, I majored in the minors for a long time. And, and basically, a friend of mine kind of slapped me with it. And he showed me that I'm just, I'm not getting the most bang for my buck in my day to day. And I don't know, I came up with, like, I thought about it. And I think you as a PT, you see it a lot. You know, people do these exercises where they're not really getting the bang for their buck. Like they're doing the wrong exercise. They're doing the wrong program or whatever. And then they wonder why they're not growing efficiently. And I saw it with my personal life, whether it's reading, learning, work, you know, you, you can, you know, you can do a lot of work, but it couldn't, it might not be quality work. And it's an important topic, I guess, especially nowadays with the whole pandemic and the whole working from home, uh, where people are now starting to see that quality is more important. It's no longer how many hours you put in, but what you're doing in those hours that work-life balance, uh, just improving yourself. So I thought, or we thought that the whole majoring in the minors sounds like a good idea. And we hope to tie in all our topics to that kind of, that kind of uh, issue. Like, exactly. And because we want, because we want to make it real life, you know, we want this to be informative and we just want people to grow. And one way to grow is to cut out the minors. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, the minor, like, yeah, you know, uh, focuses yeah. in life. Um, also, it's good to yeah. know, like, we're not exempt. Like, we will probably go into the minors, uh, like, talk about smaller things ourselves and just kind of lose track. But that's the thing. You learn from your mistakes, right? So uh, we might notice it and suddenly be like, all right, guys, what we're talking about is actually minors. But we try to keep to the... To the main point all right so we're gonna do a small uh, like kind of um, background like you know talk about our backgrounds and why this is important to us uh, obviously uh, I'm a PT I work in central London and my main focus is uh, uh, so like my core values the things that I've tried to just kind of, kind of narrow down my training to is the, uh, so I heard this, and which was really good. They were like, what would your clients t t say about you if you were outside of the room? And I want my clients to be like, okay, he's, a, um, he's an informative person. He's, uh, he's helping us like, you know, 
just learn more, like know what we're doing, kind of um, be stronger. Uh, we, we threw this word around before. Uh, I like to say I want to make people anti-fragile and I want to be uh, progressive and informative. So like just kind of get the right information out to my clients and help them build what they want to build. So kind of first help them make their decisions. Like, you know, as we said, people major in the minors, sometimes when it comes to training, people are focusing on the wrong things. They don't have a strong foundation and they're already wanting to like, you know, just jump on the, uh, like, step 10 and they haven't even covered step one, two, three. So yeah, trying to like help them build a great foundation and then kind of guide them towards the goals. And sometimes if the goal is not what, it, not, it's not achievable or it's not realistic, then just kind of be that voice in their heads to say, no, nah, that's dumb. <laughs> Don't do it. So yeah, I think that that, that would be my contribution towards um, measuring in the minors. Like a lot of, uh, first-hand experience that I have with uh, people in the fitness industry and the mistakes I see people make, or even PTs make, everyone, like, to be honest, I made myself a couple of years ago. And for me, I'm Lewis. I'm, mar I'm in marketing, and I used to have a big passion for exercise. I still really like it, but life had other ideas, and I never became a personal trainer or a strength coach. Um, however, training has a big part in my life because it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's what relaxes me. And, uh, for me where I can contribute is, well, I'm human, so I will major in the minors a lot. I've majored in the minors many times in the past. I focused on the stuff that doesn't really matter, whether it was in the gym, when I'd be doing a German volume training, which didn't really add much to my life. Or where I would have, uh, I would do Somalov for one week and then say, why didn't I gain the gains? But apart from that, um, yeah, I mean, I think where I can contribute is in marketing. It's a lot to do with psychology. And we see a lot of people majoring in the minors, whether it's marketing their products, whether it's the people working in marketing, they're focusing on the wrong things, the wrong audience. So I think at the end of the day, I can bring some things into this. And I see it in the day-to-day. -day. I'm a fan of psychology, so I'm trying to understand this more. And I'm trying to enhance myself as well and as well as other people around me. So I might not be a gym coach, but I'd like to be a life coach at some point. Oh, that's great. I actually didn't know that. <laughs> I'm like, wow, nice. I like, oh. <laughs> I like that. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm, yeah. I, I don't know if I'll yeah. get there, but hey. As long as others grow, then that's good enough for me. Exactly. Good. Uh, I just want to give a warning as well, because I feel like uh, this is one of my habits that I kind of think it might kind of borderline seem like going into the minors. But a lot of times, like you, you probably notice as well when I when I'm asked the question, because like there is a lot of context. And I, that's what I think that well, from my perspective in life in general, but also in fitness industry, but what's missing is the context, all right? And then, like, you know, people are like, what's the best exercise for legs? Or what's, like, you know, let's, if, if we go super, superficial. So you might see me just kind of try to build this picture first before answering your question. And that might seem going into the minors. But I sometimes I feel like knowing 
like what's what you're actually asking is very important before answering the question because like the questions cannot be straightforward so i'm going to apologize you will see me just go off rail and like talk about something that might not have anything to do with the question i'm at, like you know we're asked or we're trying to discuss but i'll try to tie it in well that's the point Mahi. it's a conversation and if you major in the minors then that's great yeah. and if so, you give full context that's also important yeah exactly like sometimes it, it, it is needed i really feel like for some questions of course. we would uh, which actually the topic that we're going to talk about uh it is very subjective but and it also really depends on who's asking the question uh but we thought what we mm. one thing that we want to discuss is um there is mainly two schools of thought or training when it comes to uh weightlifting and it's uh, strength versus aesthetics there's obviously other things like you know now we have uh different concepts crossfit. there crossfit yeah i was literally thinking that but like normally you see either like people are doing strength or they're doing aesthetics or they're doing something else and they associated with strength or aesthetics like i think that's why we're that's where the hybrid kind of training comes that people are like oh it mm. helps both uh which has another thing that we can talk about but yeah the main thing is um strength training or aesthetic training lewis go on what do you think for me mahi it's as you said it's subjective so when i was in uni and i actually ate healthy um i tried to mix both where possible i think because you know when you're young and you want to be fit you want to be able to run around you want to be able to but you know buff but i also try to always mix strength to some some kind of progression so i think for me i've always i've always cared more for strength maybe not power but strength as a whole whether it's lifting a bit more over time as a progressive overload or the powerlifting method which i kind of follow now which is less reps uh less reps heavier weights so three reps mm -hmm. one like maxing out at your one rep max uh, like the conjugate method which yeah. i prefer now but i i for me personally i would always advocate focusing on strength at least for a significant portion of your career, not career, but like your weightlifting lifespan. Mm -hmm. And then going into aesthetics if you want, or at least having a program that is a hybrid where, you know, the gains you gain in power or strength will lead to the aesthetic change as well. Like it's a byproduct of it. But I Absolutely. would never personally focus on aesthetics unless there was a specific need let's say you gained too much weight and you really had to shave it off really quickly mm -hmm. or for health reasons. Yeah. So for me, I'm a fan of power. They don't have to be big necessarily, but I'm a fan of power, strength, function, uh, that kind of training. And then obviously there's nothing wrong with aesthetics. As you said, it's subjective. So I think if someone asked me, how am I going to get ripped? I can't tell them that's not something you should focus on because that's what they want to focus on. But I would just try and 
make it clear that it's not necessarily the healthiest or most important thing. Because if you don't have balance, if you don't have a foundation, and then you focus on adding abs or you know, doing that kind of training, but you don't really have strength, you're not even going to be able to be that aesthetic in the long term. Because as your Absolutely. body adapts, you're not going to, you won't be able to lift more. Like, sure, when you're young, you can do three sets of 10 reps, I think. But then as you age, the weight, the, the weight that you'll be able to lift for 10 reps will decrease over time because it gets harder, right? Yeah. And so if you don't have the strength to back it up, you will stall in aesthetics. So for me, strength comes first, mm-hmm. without a doubt. It's the bucket you have to fill. Once that bucket or fountain is filled, it, gen- it then pours over to other aspects of your training. Exactly, yeah. What about you, Mahi, since you're the PT and you have your personal gripes with everything? <laughs> um, so for me, obviously, well, as you know, probably, but uh, if everyone else doesn't. Yeah, for me, strength is uh, the absolute. Um, I prefer, like, I've always cared about strength over aesthetics. Um, but I've been lucky enough that I was like, uh, you know, anatomically, I'm well-designed. Uh, I was introduced to this like fairly like not too late and I'm 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 quite keen to understand it like you know to understand things and learn it so uh, it helped like I might have had a good foundation when I got into this so even though between uh, my answer would be strength but before that like my only caveat would be before that as people understanding their own body like doesn't matter strength or, or aesthetics like a lot of people have to just like kind of build foundations in movement which that's why like strength comes um becomes the bigger role because sometimes when it gets to aesthetics people try to do too many specific things and you know the minors and they try to go very specific isolations and like do and the problem there becomes they've seen a bodybuilder do it and they think they have the prerequisite kind of built and like you know stability to pull that off but like for me um the example is uh, a overhead shoulder uh, like a tricep extension this this exercise is like my uh, nemesis all right i see a lot of people do it in the gym this is just one example but and i'm i'm, I'm sure they've seen some bodybuilder i'm sure they've seen some videos of like i know arnold or someone else has done it and they think it's a good exercise but if they don't have that stability at the shoulder, they shouldn't take any weight above their head. So that's what I'm talking about, stability. So people, if they want to go to aesthetics, they have to kind of understand their body and they kind of understand like, oh, do I have, like they have to kind of educate themselves a bit more to understand like these exercises that I'm kind of copying from others. So normally in 90% of the time they've copied it from someone or they're following some wannabe bodybuilders plan. And like these people, they do not consider the person's capacity. All right. Um, to be able to go to certain ranges of motion. But that's why I think if you go into strength, but not focus on just getting stronger, like, you know, not, not just heavier weights, heavier weights, heavier weights, but going in strength and thinking about building a foundation in strength and just kind of putting those building blocks down and understanding your body, then you can take this anywhere you want. You just take this, go, like, do, I don't know, weightlifting, Olympic weightlifting, go do CrossFit, but, like, focus in strength first and build those foundation that foundation 
Um, I used the example the last time we talked about one of my favorite, uh, well, pretty much the most famous uh, bodybuilder in the UK um, is Jordan Peters, trained by JP. And he always talks about like people are too worried about getting their under boob before, you, even, like when it comes to chest training, before even having pecs, before even having chest. So it's like, just get strong, get to a certain amount of thing, you know, just focus on the basics first. Uh, well, another caveat, I might not agree with to some of the exercises he does, because like he can do it, but a lot of beginners might not be, again, have the stability at the shoulders to be able to pull it off. But yeah, so long story short, strength over aesthetics for me, but before even like you're about to decide strength or aesthetic, just educate yourself about your body, find your limits, find how things move, kind of like just like maybe, and this kind of learning prevents you from just copying things without knowing why they're happening on the gym floor. If you see, a, like the worst thing is if you see someone does it, doesn't mean it will work for you. You have to understand what works for you. And this just takes a little bit of experience, a little bit of education, a little bit of maybe extra reading. But please, please, please stop people. Stop just following something because your favorite bodybuilder or powerlifter or someone else does it. Because copying them in that thing will not create the same results for you. You have to understand why they do it. And then once you do that, you can take it to the next level. I think, as I just All said, right. I did get a bit sidetracked. But then what are to you the merits of aesthetics training? playing the devil's advocate here since we both don't well, like it but what's your sadly i mean there obviously again it can be well when we say aesthetics is it um are we, uh, again become subjective yeah it's are we talking about like bodybuilders because if they're preparing for like a bodybuilder who prepares for shows pretty much they're not doing anything healthy for their body. So if you're thinking aesthetics and health, these two don't go hand in hand because they're pretty much the opposite. Any bodybuilder who goes to those extremes yeah. to be ready for a show is not healthy. Like they are putting themselves in harm's way uh, to no, get a course. result. But just like any other sport, like uh, another favor of my line is if you want to play any sports, forget about health because like at the highest level, no, they, they're not healthy. They're, they're putting their bodies through too much. It's just an early retirement, basically. Exactly, pretty much. But um, aesthetics can be like, you know, um, those isolations can be good for, I don't know, like some sort of rehab or prehab. Or um, yeah. as much as I do not like it, uh, between me and like someone who has big biceps, if you come to the gym floor, the first person that, if someone wants to get bigger, they'll look at the person with like a bigger frame than me. Because of course. Uh, like it or not humans we judge people by by their looks first like you know you judge a book by its cover first without knowing the uh, the content itself. yeah the content so that's why and i think everyone, like like it or not we're all we all want to look good we all want to um you know have a physique that we're happy with and come on it's evolution you want to like eventually uh, find the procreate. perfect mate. Yeah, procreate. So, uh, <laughs> and we are creatures of like, you know, we, we like to show off. So our body is one of the things that we show off. But I think in, in those senses, like aesthetics could come ahead. But again, uh, we might, uh, well, you know me, I might be very biased because like my mindset of aesthetics versus strength is just, I think strength wins by a landslide. Um, 
but those like some those could be the examples and like as you said if, if you really need to shed some weight maybe some sort of like a, a aesthetic goal um is appropriate in that sense because you need to lose weight because well if you don't the fat is just pressing against your heart and you're gonna freaking die so <laughs> maybe not medically accurate but you know what i mean like all all, yeah. all the uh, all the problems that like being in a um, having a higher body mass can create but what do you think is the um what benefits with aesthetics training bring to the table i think there are a few that i mean i mostly agree with you for once but uh one of the no one of the i think it's a good like like let's say you've been on a strength block for a while Mm -hmm. and you're a bit like you gained a bit of fat or you're just tired because your joints are hurting because you know it does take its toll on your cns central nervous system it you know, you, you can't always lift your one rep max, or even if you're a sub-maximally training. Yeah. Sometimes it takes its toll. Uh, and so I think an aesthetics or hypertrophy block is pretty good just from yeah. a... Uh, you see results pretty fast. Usually. Absolutely, yeah. Like if, if you've been... Yeah, like if you know what you're doing, week by week you can see that you're getting leaner, you're getting a bit fitter. Uh, so it might be a good mental change just from the typical, oh, I have to do this lift and I have to hit this PR. And if I don't hit this, because mm-hmm. when you don't hit a PR, um, it kind of puts you down, you know, like yeah. when you do testing and then you, you miss it, it's like, oh, I did six weeks and I missed the PR. Like, what am I yeah. doing with my life? Which isn't always strength related. It could be that on the day you just weren't, you, you weren't fired up. There are many other reasons. But yeah. with aesthetics, it's something that you can kind of feel good about, you know? Obviously, the yeah, feeling... The pump. The, the, yeah, now the day-to-day feeling of aesthetic, aesthetic training is not always good because if you're cutting, you'll have mental fatigue, that fo- brain fog. You'll have all those mm-hmm. other issues. But the end result, at least, is, oh, I went to the beach, I'm really ripped, or oh, I can actually look at my muscles now. I don't just look like one big block of mass. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I think a hybrid approach is the best approach because like, as much as I always say strength comes first, you do need the hypertrophy. You do need uh, joint stability. You do need tendon stability. You do mm-hmm. need just having fun. Like if you want to do a a random exercise, you should be able to do it without feeling like, Oh, I'm going to be judged. Cause so I think it is important as we age hypertrophy does become more and more important because you know, our joints our our bodies aren't like when we were younger and we could do really silly things all the time, you know? Um, you know, I remember when I was young, I used to do that uh, in the Smith machine. I used to throw the bench above, like I used to explosively throw it and then yeah. grab it and throw it. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, it did a lot to increase my strength, but my joints probably were breaking every five minutes because <laughs> my wrist had to grab the weight and we're not designed to do that. Like it's, yeah. it's not. So. Yeah. 
I do think that aesthetic training has its uses. I think that hypertrophy, bodybuilding, where it builds, and this is where I see it nowadays, the powerlifting doesn't have to strictly be powerlifting. It yeah. can be power building. You know, it can be mm -hmm. you're building functional mass. And that's what I'd like to achieve or what I what I care more for than because obviously I don't wanna be skinny and powerful. Yeah. But obviously I don't wanna be big but useless not useless, but I don't wanna be big but I can't lift more than ten kg. And obviously I don't want to hurt my joints anymore like back when I was young and stupid you know I want to like I want I want longevity I think we spoke about this one time I think longevity is the most important thing because I don't want to be not be able to gym when I'm 40 yeah absolutely you know like I'm not a, I'm not a power lifter in the sense of I go to meets and I do meets and like I'm competing like Dave Tate and all these big people you know I'm a regular Joe who Yes, loves training, but I have other things in life. So it's not like my only priority is training. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to, I don't want to not be able to gym or run or swim as I age because I've done something stupid in the gym. And so I believe mixing modalities is important as long as it's not CrossFit. Yeah, we will talk about CrossFit. Well, um, yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to like, um, yeah, those are very important. Like longevity for me, I always say I want to be able to do this when I'm 50 and 60. But um, one thing that I like, I feel like I, I would like to um, distinguish here is because I think in our heads it makes sense. But one like uh, people do dumb shit with hypertrophy as well. All right. And yes. Like, you know, a lot of injury normally happens because it's like injury is not an instant, it's accumulation of doing dumb shit over and over again. So it builds up. And like, if you're just going through certain range of motion incorrectly, it just builds up on top of each other until your body just can't handle it. So um, the old school, which I'm, the old school style of injury is uh, when the applied force slowly gr grows greater than tissue tolerance, and that's like you know that's when we get injured. Yeah. So it can happen in uh, bodybuilding as well, like in a hypertrophy style of training. I think when we say aesthetics, that what that's what we meant is high, uh, like a bit more hypertrophy. But even hypertrophy nowadays, like it's not just high reps anymore. We all know like it's a mix of low reps, heavy, and high reps, lighter. And I think even with strength, is the same thing. Like. Um, the, that old mindset of not doing anything more than five reps has, is pretty outdated. Like very smart uh, powerlifting coaches. Um, well, I'm, obviously, I'm gonna use my coach, that uh, Australian strength coach Sebastian Orep. He trains uh, Hafter Bjornsson, the mountain, the guy who lifted recently 501 kilos, and uh, his training blocks have um, hypertrophy blocks as well because. For well, you know, sometimes you can't just go heavy, and um, you, you do need a little bit, um, uh, have to be on the side of um, more repetition. And also, hypertrophy kind of goes under strength as well. Obviously, if you have more muscle mass, then you have more muscle to recruit to move bigger weights. So, I think like hypertrophy training is important, but um, one thing that I don't really appreciate is people when people 
are just focused on aesthetics. And I think that's not a, not, that's not a great goal because aesthetics is very fickle. Like, you know, they probably have this image from like, you know, they've seen someone on, on Instagram who looks good 24, seven, 365 days a year. And that person is not natural because we're not meant to look that lean all the time. All right. So there's something going on there. Like, or this person, again, because they're famous enough, they have enough people at their disposal that can help them maintain that such a lifestyle. And then that, uh, that look, that aesthetic look becomes a goal for regular, regular Joes like you and I. And then people, when they can't get into that condition or they can't maintain it as much, they get frustrated and that's when like either like you know they eventually give up or they start to use other means all right even you can say the same thing with strength if like if their strength is not going up without actually fixing their internal problems they already they're like okay i need to get on like some sort of pd to just get stronger some sort of gear to just you know start building muscle and hit those numbers so both of them have their drawbacks uh, and i think it's good for us to mention what we kind of think strength and aesthetic is and i as we said strength for us is not just lifting heavier weight it's building that foundation like a strong body is what we mean by strength it's, and a strong body is not just strong it's it's also able to move through certain like uh, movement patterns it is like let's say the way to say it is to be able to load the joints through full range of motion without fucking up the joints. That would be a strong body. That would be the basis of strength for me. And as a, obviously as a byproduct, you will get some aesthetics out of it. So like if you ever train with like good training plan, good program, if you take anyone through strength, they will, as an adaptation, they will put on some muscle as well, especially if they're more beginners. But uh, yeah, I thought I make that distinction between like kind of what the outlook is between sense. like strength and aesthetics and hypertrophy and what we kind of mean by it. No, oh, yeah, no, that's important. But then going to CrossFit, Ooh. what's your Betty. okay? So, so right. CrossFit am... is controversial. Yeah, I'm gonna first of all tip my hat to, to CrossFit because. No matter how, like people like to hate it, but like, let's be realistic. Without CrossFit, like CrossFit brought strength sports to light. Without CrossFit, before that we had Strongman and just like it was good in the 80s and 90s, but like Strongman kind of disappeared and now it's coming out again. And if, if anyone knows of Rogue, uh, they're like, well, their brand, uh, Rogue Fitness. Without CrossFit, Rogue would be nothing. And now Rogue is everywhere. You have it everything in powerlifting, like strongman, bodybuilding, um, maybe less in bodybuilding. But CrossFit did bring strength sports into light and no one can take that away from them. They did amazing. They, they, it, yeah. it was just, it was a revolution in the fitness industry. That was yeah, great. It definitely made I, it mainstream. Exactly. And I like CrossFit done by the pros. Because these are people who have years of training under their belt. They know what they're doing. A lot of them are um, Olympic lifters who turn into CrossFit. So, again, they know what they do, and they do it really well. But why uh, – that's, you know, <laughs> measuring in the minors again. Why do normal people get into CrossFit? And that's 
normally they go get in there for the wrong reasons. If your goal is to get stronger, CrossFit is not good for you because they do everything. They don't just get strong. They have to be good at everything. There's, so they're good at everything. They're not exceptional at one thing. They're master. Yeah, they're not masters yeah. of anything. Exactly. Um, or if you're going for aesthetics, again, just pure bodybuilding is better for you because, like, again, CrossFit does things that you don't, like, you know, your um, aerobic capacity has to be high enough. Like if you're a bodybuilder, not necessarily. You don't need to run or swim or do handstands mm. and things like that. Like, so there. Yeah. If you want to be a good CrossFitter, get into CrossFit. If you enjoy CrossFit, get into CrossFit. Mm. But don't people unfortunately find like they always try to put their own personal preference. They like seeing CrossFit outfits and yeah, sorry, uh, outfits, CrossFit uh, athletes, and then they're like, oh. But because I like CrossFit, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it to look good. No, that's, that's, the, wrong, uh, that's the wrong way of doing it. And, and then the other problem is that people use CrossFit as a normal, like the workout of the day, I think, isn't something that should be used as training because yeah, there's absolutely. a lack of specificity. You know, it's every workout's different, so you can't actually get better at anything yeah but what's get... what cross yeah go on sorry what i th what i think crossfit's good at is gauging like those one-off events those 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 big crossfit events it's good at gauging your aerobic capacity your strength your whatever in that moment because you don't know what you're expecting exactly. but i would never i don't i don't think people should use the workout of the day to get better because mm -hmm. every day is a new workout, so you're not really like there's no you're not grow there's no progression you know progression's an important part of training yeah. and and then also the other problem I have is a lot of the lifts are technically i wouldn't say difficult, but they need some technical guidance, they need some technical coaching, and yeah. when you're fatigued, it's not. A good idea to like clean and jerk after like 50 reps and then jumping into i don't know 100 kettlebell swings and then doing kipping yeah. pull-ups which i don't even want to get started on kipping pull -ups. Started. yeah but yeah as a one-off i think the athletes I, I forgot all their names but like the athletes are truly test yeah they're truly testaments to the human body there and athleticism and what a lot of people don't realize is, and as you said, it's not the CrossFit that's made them so ripped. They've already, they've already had the foundation. They just yeah. jumped into CrossFit. They're normally from so like some sort of other background, and then they get into it. Like exactly, which again applies to bodybuilding. Applies, applies to everything. Like if you look at all the top bodybuilders, most were powerlifters. Mm -hmm. They already have the strength. The Ronnie Coleman's, the, the Dorian Yates, Tom Platts, they were all powerful people who then mm -hmm. just decided that aesthetics is the way forward. But they have the base. Like Ronnie could deadlift 800 pounds. Yeah. So obviously his deadlifting is going to be more beneficial to his back because he could, he could deadlift 800 pounds. So imagine how many he could do of high rep deadlifts at a lower weight. So that work capacity, that strength, that bucket 
his was already overflowing. So it flowed into something else, the aesthetics component. And that's what people need to realize. The Rock, yeah, everyone goes, oh my God, The Rock, he looks, he's so buff. He's so fit. He's so whatever. Yeah, but he was a wrestler. He was an NFL guy. He, you know, he, he has yeah. had extensive training as well. Not everyone is going to be The Rock at his age. Plus, he has dedication. I mean, the guy wakes up every day at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. That's, he's committed to the cause. Like, he doesn't major in the minors, you know? He, like, he eats. His meals are proper. There's no yeah. wastage. There's no leakage in his life. Exactly. Same with anyone else who's at that level. They don't have time to major in the minors. They can't afford it anymore. Back then, maybe. But now you can. Because the competition is just so high. And yeah. for the everyday person, we'll never be able to get rid of the minors. But we can do our best to have more major. We, ha we can do our best to major in the majors more. To focus yeah. on the things that matter. The 80-20. You know, if 80% yeah, of what was, you do I was is just good, about to say that. 20% yeah. is, is a way. Like, even diet. I know a lot of people go, oh, you have to eat clean and blah, blah, blah. Look, if 80% of your diet's good, that 20%, yep. like, whatever, you know? Like, yeah. if, if you can avoid the 20%, good for you, man. But most people can't. Mm -hmm. like, let's be honest. But also, what is... If like, I want to indulge... Think... Yeah, sorry, bro. Yeah, then that's a whole... No, then that's a whole other... Yeah, that's a whole different story. Yeah, what is clean. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, whenever we talk, yeah. like, he's just going to yeah. go uh, over. So I think, like... Um, um, Maybe yeah, kind of wrap it yeah. up now. Um, but, but that's another topic that I would like to talk about is what is clean eating. So maybe next time we will talk about that. Yeah. All right. But yeah. I think All right. you and so I, I covered a lot, lot of stuff. Yeah. So our that's message our was... imaginary... Uh... Readers. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, readers, readers, listeners. Yes, all of you, thousands of people. Uh, thanks so much for listening to Majoring in the Minors by Luis Antun. Antun. I can never say this properly. Antun. Louis. Yeah, Antun. Yes. Uh, by Louis and Mahi. That's it. Exactly. Majoring in the Minors by Louis and Mahi. It's official. All right. Thank you so much.